Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever felt different, like you don't fit in at all? I feel that way all the time. 
whether it's from social media to family to the simplest text message or messenger, I feel different. I feel like I don't fit in. I live differently from a lot of people. That's the whole premises of Simple Living Radio, but I feel differently. I feel like I don't fit in. And do certain things captivate other people but leave you struggling to find meaning? I can say yes for me. Captivated by other people. Other people are out there looking at new homes with a 30-year mortgage and car loans with a five-year car note. And I'm living the way I live. But am I captivated by the way that they think or the way that they live? I kind of am. I wonder what it's like to be on the other side. I was once there, but it was so long ago I forgot about it. What is it like to be on the other side? completely forgotten what it's like to be on the other side. But it is captivating to me, you know, to go onto Twitter or onto Instagram or Google Plus or Facebook and see pictures of families and babies. It's captivating to me. But in the same way, it leaves me personally struggling to find my own meaning. And what about the big picture? Do we feel like we chose the wrong career, or do we wonder if we were born into the right family? I can say for myself, recently my mother passed away, and it was a very unexpected uh, passing. It involved cancer, and it was very unexpected the way that everything went down. And when I talk about family family values different from your family that whole experience uh, to me with my mother crossing over I was so happy to be there for my mom flying home from Tucson to Chicago and being there but it also left me to the point of after she passed it leaves you questioning am I born into the right family Or at least it did me. When we have someone pass like that that's so close to us, my mother and I were so close, we would talk three, four times a day. And I think about my family, my so-called family. And I try to look at this big picture, and I try to look at the point that a lot of them think that I chose the wrong path in life. Or in my past the wrong careers. And we do wonder if we're born into the right family, don't we? I wondered that after my mom passed. And of course, there's always arguments within a family, heated arguments, but I'll leave the person's name out of it. Had my heated argument because I felt different. I didn't fit in. So why was I trying to do it? Feeling different can be unsettling in this world that we live in that values sameness. And you can derail your confidence and your progress by demeaning yourself for your differences. You know, I felt uncomfortably 
different for most of my life. I felt out of place. I felt misunderstood. I felt alone, and I continued to feel these things. I worked hard in elementary school, junior high school, and high school. I worked very hard to fit in, and I never quite made it. I was fighting a constant, frustrating inner struggle with no tools to help me cope. I did things in school that other people didn't do. I was in the artsy group. I did some pottery, and it was displayed. And I got top grades for that. But see, I didn't think the way that everyone else did. And perhaps that's because my family dynamics were different, but I did attend an upper-middle-class school. I was extremely introverted and shy in this extroverted world. I still am. And as many listeners as I have, it's kind of weird to say that, but it's so comforting to be able to sit within your own home and talk. Because I remain extremely introverted and shy in this extroverted world that we live in. And I keep to myself. And I like to hide so that no one knows I'm different. And it breaks my heart because I want to fit in so badly. And it goes back to my high school, my school experiences. When I felt introverted and I felt so shy in this extroverted world and kept to myself, and hiding so nobody knew that I was different, so nobody knew that I was LGBT, so nobody knew that things happened to me, so nobody knew that I was molested, because I wanted to fit in, and I was fighting that battle. I wanted to fit in so hard, but fitting in is so overrated. When I look back, and I've recently gotten back on Facebook because my mom has passed away, as I've stated, but I've recently gotten back on Facebook and I've gotten into the whole family dynamic. And about fitting in being overrated, I was going back and deleting posts as opposed to how I am on Twitter. If you're not following me already, please do, at Joshua Paul Show. But I was going back and I was deleting posts on Facebook so that I would fit into my family about my own emotions, about my own mother. And fitting in is so overrated and mom wouldn't want that. Mom doesn't want that. My mother always loved me because I was introverted in this shy and extroverted world. But my desire to fit in it continued into my college years, and it continues beyond. But I look at it, and I meditate, and I realize I'm wasting a lot of time and energy by struggling to fit in. Even that crazy Facebook example, something so stupid, a website is Facebook. That's virtually a MySpace, circa 2002, but trying to fit in on there with six or seven different people, hiding my differences, my feelings about my own mother, don't do that to yourself. 
When you hide your differences, you shortchange the very reason that you were born. Most of us don't realize that hiding our true nature is devastating to ourselves, our family, and the entire world that we can have an impact on. Look at Hillary Clinton. Who thought that Hillary Clinton, a little girl from the suburbs of Chicago, and I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, but who would have thought a little girl from the suburbs of Chicago would ever end up even running for president, ever being a viable candidate? And Hillary never fit in. She never did. And think about the fact that if she wasn't running for president, or Bernie Sanders wasn't running for president, or hell, even Donald Trump wasn't running for president. Not a Trumper, but I'm making a point. If they weren't out there and not fitting in, it would be devastating to the world because nobody would be speaking. Subconsciously, of course, we're all searching for this true meaning in life, right? We're trying to find this true happiness. And society teaches us that we'll be happy if we have these 30-year mortgages and if we have three children or four children or 2.5 or whatever they say, 2.5 children in a car or in a house. Society teaches us to be that way. And that's fitting in. It's highly overrated. It's highly overrated. Feel free to have your children. Feel free to do that. Feel free to procreate. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to go into the status quo and try to fit in by having children. I'm going to be 37 years old very soon. And I've finally gotten to that point of, Happiness is not through marriage or through children, partners, adoption. If that's your path to happiness, that's great. But I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with the few family members that I stick with. I'm happy with my pets. I'm happy with my modest home. But society only teaches us that we're going to be happy by following the norms that make us the same as others. We're encouraged to seek outside of ourselves rather than connecting inward and being fulfilled by the things we love. So, for instance, we learn to seek approval from others to feel valued. We learn to compete with each other. Competing with each other, just like Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. And I'm a Democrat, so whoever gets it, I vote for. That's the way I work. But just like the two of them, they're competing with each other, trying to get the best spot. Just like so many of us have done trying to get into the best college or to land and keep the best jobs or to take out the biggest mortgage to have the best house or the biggest car loan to have the Mercedes in the driveway. We look for people in life to give us self-worth and complete us. I did for a long time, too, and I'm very beyond finding someone to complete me. I want you to feel that you don't need anybody to complete you. I just recently came to this conclusion with my mother's passing 
And I've always said, you know, live like you were dying. You might not wake up in the morning, all those years I worked in hospice. But I've only just recently truly embraced our hashtag on meditative state, which is on Twitter, meditative state. Only recently embraced that. Because I finally understand when someone passes, when something happens, something tragic happens, when you need help, when you're homeless as I was, you find out who the true people are in your life. And you don't particularly fit in at that moment because there's no way to fit in. You're trying with everybody. You're trying with friends. You're kind of testing the waters. You're seeing what's out there and who will listen to you. Subconsciously searching for that true meaning in life. And when you do that, you're constantly doing rather than you are being. And time disappears because we aren't embracing life by connecting with our inner being. With our meditative state. We strive to make money. So that we can buy things to make us happy. Get that money so we can go down to Macy's and buy that sweater for $150. Or do we sit back and live simply and go to Goodwill, keep something out of a landfill, and buy it for 99 cents? We get steered off course by all of this trying to fit in. Fitting in is so overrated. So overrated. And seeking this approval from others to feel valued. I went through this recently, as I've said. I didn't let my own feelings out because I was concerned about other people's feelings that were letting their feelings out. Which is ridiculous. It doesn't even make sense when I say it. But I was trying to fit in and I was trying to keep the peace. You know, we do everything to stay young-looking. And we value the fact that we look young more highly than we value age and wisdom. I cannot wait until the day that I turn 40. 4-0, the big 4-0. I cannot wait because I'm ready to get rid of my 30s. And wisdom does come with age. You're listening to me. Right? With these goals, we're constantly doing rather than being. And time disappears because we aren't embracing life by connecting with our inner being. Going after these goals of let's get the mortgage, let's get the car, let's have the kids, let's get the two dogs, let's keep our lawn mowed, going through the motions of life. You're probably living that life. Sit back and evaluate your choices. You've got a family now. You've got children. You've got a mortgage. But what are you going to do in the meantime while you're fitting in so that you can enjoy your life? You want to fit in. You want that house and you want those children. And children are beautiful. But what are you going to do for yourself? 
living for yourself also inspires your children to live for themselves, and that is a great thing. If you're seeking approval or self-worth from others, learn how to find these qualities within yourself. If you're in a career that doesn't satisfy you, then go acquire the skills that you need to follow your passion. So all these things like the Stratford Career Institute and um, I think Phoenix University Online, you've got options. You've got options. Find the skills and follow your passion. I know somebody that's very young and her passion is to open up a bakery. So she has started in mom's store, her little general store, and she has started baking. And I guarantee that this girl, if she follows her passion, she'll be just like Sally Field Cookie. She'll be all over the country because she's determined what made her unique on this long list that I've spoken of. That's a sure clue that you're not following your passion, by the way. Think about the girl that I just talked about and determine what makes you unique. What makes you unique? Me? I'm unique in the fact that I'm an artist. I'm unique in the in the fact that um, I've given out so many fucks, I don't have any fucks left to give sort of thing. I'm a tumbleweed. I could leave my house today and leave it behind and I wouldn't even care. I go where the wind blows. That's my passion, and that's what makes us light up on the inside. What's your passion? Something we want to do more than anything else is to bring our own uniqueness into our passion. People that do this are very successful. Robin Williams, President Obama, and the list goes on. Uniqueness is a great thing. Think about how unique Robin Williams was. Did Robin Williams fit in? Even after his death, does he fit in? He never fit in, and that's what made him great. So what are some questions to ask to uncover your uniqueness? What are some questions you want to ask yourself? Of course, it's which activities cause me to completely lose track of time? What am I always trying to find time to do, even though I only have a few free moments? What makes me really happy? What matters most to my personality? What are my top five values and why? And once you have thought through all the listed questions that I asked, and you've answered these questions, answer in your mind on a separate line and ask yourself what parts of life feel most and least aligned with your favorite activities, passions, and values. Study this information very closely and you'll find your clarity. It's time to follow your heart. It's time to follow your passion. And seek further if your passion still eludes you. You know, maybe you've squelched your uniqueness for so long that you can't find your truth. Or if you have more questions than answers, that's great. That's when it's time to experiment. Answers can come from many different sources. So make sure that you cover a lot of ground. And when you find clues, 
piece them together to form your plan of action. You have been listening to The Joshua Paul Show live from Tucson, Arizona. Oh,